Hello, everybody, and welcome back to 321 Talk. My name is Ben Barber. I am your host for the show and one of the managing managing partners here at 321 Media. And today my guest is the one and only, the incredible, uh, he is an author, Dr. Barry Weinhold. He is an author of over 75 books uh, on psychology and just one of the most fascinating human beings you could ever meet. He is also the host of the podcast, Get Real, How to Live a More Authentic Life. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Barry Weinhold. Dr. Weinhold, how are you today? I'm grateful. Excellent. That's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm also extremely grateful today and, uh, set a little, set a little, uh, set a little thanks, uh, giving of gratitude, um, myself about a half hour ago, uh, just was overwhelmed with gratitude for the day and, um, and, yes. and sat and took a little quiet moment and, uh, and, and reflected on that. So, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh boy. That's a bit, that's a pretty open-ended question. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've, I, I've, uh, I grew up in uh, a small town in eastern Pennsylvania and uh, been traveling west ever since then. Uh, I've taught uh, in Ohio, went to school in Minnesota, taught in Wisconsin, and now I'm in Colorado and probably here to stay. Nice. Uh, how long have you been in the field of psychology? Forever. <laughs> <laughs> since I was three. <laughs> Uh, what what was it that got you into uh, what was it that got you into it and 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 what do you mean by that you've been into it since you were three years old? Well, I think I was trying to figure out what was going on in my family and that uh, required some psychological uh, understanding because it was a pretty crazy family. <laughs> so I think that's where I started trying to figure things out and trying to figure out what was going on with other people around me. So uh, and then it led to teaching in high school, uh, getting a PhD in, in psychology, uh, teaching at universities for about 30 some years, uh, and then writing a lot of books in the meantime. But I'm most proud of, uh, and I, I all the way through, my I was kind of like a voice in the wilderness calling a, for the need for prevention in psychology. I mean, we, we basically it's a medical model mostly. And so you don't really do anything until somebody gets sick Right. <laughs> something bad happens. Uh, this is not a good model, and so uh, I I was able to create a a model of prevention at a university counseling center uh, at the University of Wisconsin Green Bay. It was based on what is called the community mental health model, which was uh, basically a, a model of prevention. Uh, and then when I came to Colorado Springs, I had uh, the opportunity to create several uh, prevention programs. One was a community violence prevention program called the Kindness Campaign, which was highly successful and then was actually utilized in uh, 12 other communities around the country. And then I developed a, a curriculum for schools called the Kind and Safe Schools Initiative, which was basically to uh, uh, prevent peer violence in schools, bullying and other kinds of violence. And that's been adopted in over 700 schools across the country. And, and then finally, uh, I got the opportunity to uh, help design a program called the First Visitor Program, which uh, uh, allowed any new parents to uh, request a home visitation from somebody to would come and give them support in their first well, actually, the, the first the, the, the visitor who came could stay with the family as long as three years. 
if they, oh, wow. if they needed that much time, but they didn't have to. But uh, and we got the Mormon church ladies to design baby blankets, and that was the the gift we gave uh, when they came in the first week after the after the mother came home from the hospital. And they were basically um, people there who would would possibly offer respite care, giving a lot of information about resources available to to new parents and and the research on that is families that had first visitors there was absolutely no child abuse and neglect and and it just was a, a amazingly successful prevention program it's now it was started here in el paso and keller teller county in colorado springs area and now it's spread statewide and every county in the state has uh, a program where they call it bright beginnings and they often have uh, registered nurses going into homes, particularly where there's a medical issue. Wow. So I'm really, that's, those are kind of things that uh, really warm my heart when I think about what I was able to accomplish in my life. Of course, I've, I've loved writing and writing books has been mm -hmm. come easy. Actually, when I was teaching, they paid me to do that. So I said, <laughs> why not? <laughs> so I put, I produced a book a year, every, every year I was teaching uh, and uh, that became kind of, uh, after I retired, kind of my retirement uh, hobby to keep on writing. And I've been doing that. And I have uh, a couple of books that I've just published a couple in the last few years. And I've got one on the way that should be uh, published early next year. And then another one that I haven't even written anything i've just outlined and got all the research done on it so i'm i have uh i'm busy writing and then of course uh doing the podcast has been a, a really uh useful way of getting information out to people about how to live more authentic lives and which i i wrote the book uh, uh get real and uh may i talk a little bit about that yeah absolutely please well i have to take you all the way back to uh, april 26 1336 to start talking about that. Okay. <laughs> because that, that was the day that, uh, on this bright sunny day, that the Italian monk Petrarch climbed Mont Ventoux in Southern France in Provence area. And he was carrying a copy of St. Augustine's Confessions under his arms. His brother and a couple servants were with him. And he got to the top and he, uh, it was a beautiful sunny day. And he looked to the right and he saw all the the vineyards and the farms and the estates of the French countryside. And he looked to his left and he saw the, the bright blue Mediterranean spanning out in front of him. And he sat down on a rock and he cracked open, cracked open this book and he read the following. And men go abroad to admire the heights of mountains, the mighty billows of the sea, the broadside of, of rivers, the compass of the oceans and the circuit of the stars and they pass themselves by what he thought of was oh my god what's inside of me is equal to what's outside of me it's called unus mundus and it's it's the probably many scholars mark this as the beginning of the renaissance he went back to italy to uh, verona i believe he lived in and uh talked to his colleagues and wrote a book about it spread the idea and and it really took on and it's probably the beginning of two things the environmental movement and also personal psychology carl jung used a lot of the concepts from unus mundus in creating archetypes and the the, the 
collective unconscious and understanding that the world outside of us and the world inside of us was one. And, and so uh, that was the beginning of the, uh, of the Renaissance. Then uh, if you remember Don Quixote, the book by Cervantes, the Spanish book, that one uh, was near the end of the Renaissance. Uh, the inter- actually, the Renaissance was interrupted by the Black Plague in, in, in 1347. So uh, similar to our Renaissance, we've had here, we got interrupted by the pandemic. And, and so, but they came out of it. And then in, 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 in 16, or, wait, yeah, 1606, uh, Cervantes wrote Don Quixote. And interestingly, uh, someone else wrote a fake version <laughs> and there was no way of, there were no copyright laws. And so he had to figure out how in the world am I going to prove that I have the, the, the correct version and this other one's fake. So he wrote a second book in, in I think it was uh, uh, 1615. And his book was a bestseller. It, it, it traveled all over the world. It was translated in English in 1612 and everybody read it. And although it was all fictitious, it had a great deal of meaning for people. And so when he wrote the second book, he took the name of the author of the fake book and made it one of his main characters in his second book. And then in the novel, the second novel, he has Don Quixote confront this guy in a tavern and, and have him finally admit that his book was a fake and, and agree that he would go before a magistrate and, and declare that it is a fake. And that actually then happened after the book came out. The poor guy was stuck. He had to, he had to own up to the fact that he wrote a, f- a fake book. So we really, uh, and then at the, all during this time, of course, uh, Copernicus uh, wrote about how the earth wasn't the center of the, of the solar system. And that was controversial. And it wasn't until uh, later, like uh, 1630 or 47, not 1630 something, where uh, Galileo proved Copernicus right that the earth was not the center of the universe. And unfortunately, he got put in jail by the Catholic Church for eight years for finding that out. So it was a tumultuous time time at the end of the uh, Renaissance, much like we have today. So when I wrote the book, I had this kind of thought about, you know, we're at the end of an era. And at the end of any era, there's always kind of resistance. There's people who want to go back to the good old days. And then there are people who want to move to the future. And, and so that was really what was happening when Cervantes wrote his book. And I thought of the parallels. And in my book, Get Real, uh, it, uh, the subtitle is um, uh, to, what is the subtitle? I can't remember it. <laughs> uh, is it the same as the podcast, How to Live a More Authentic Life? No, it's it's how to how to avoid the 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 obstacles of of uh, of a living out of a false self. Yes, the opposite. But anyway, uh, in writing that book, I I not only talked about how to live a more authentic life as an individual, but I thought of, about authentic couples, authentic uh, families, uh, and even uh, I extended to look at our our social system, uh, capitalism, our political system, and what was not authentic about that. And of course, now we have uh, many people think we're we're living in the post-truth era (laughs) where where truth is no longer seen as, as, uh, uh, you know, the the standard bearer. And so 
uh, then I also wrote a chapter on how if we don't solve this dilemma, it won't mean the end of our democracy. It really is that serious. And the history of other empires that fell, it wasn't just a corrupt leader. It was the people themselves who didn't have very much uh, power and they, they just allowed things to deteriorate and, and finally the empire ended. Uh, and so it's really a, a book that looks to the present and to the future and, and has some warnings in there that I think are important. It's a wonderful book and, uh, and there's a wonderful podcast that, that supports a lot of the same themes. Um, and, uh, and you've been doing, you've been doing wonderfully on that for about the last six to nine months. Um, what's next for, for, uh, for Dr. Barry Weinhold? Well, uh, I also realized that the American people are psychologically stupid. Or maybe I should make it a little bit more <laughs> polite and say uh, uh, they lack the right information psychologically to, to really lead productive lives. So that's my next venture. The next book is called What is Your Psyche? Your Psychological Intelligence Quotient. And, and the book is designed to give people basic information that would help them uh, uh, live better lives, live more authentic lives. And uh, I'm going to start out the podcast in January with uh, talking about the, the 20 uh, badass, stupid uh, beliefs that people have that get them in trouble. Yeah. And that's an evidence in my book of, of the psychological ignorance of American people. And I think it's not rocket science. If you just had a little bit better understanding of how how your psyche works and how other people's psyche works, uh, you could live better lives. And so that's what I'm going to be focusing on in the podcast in the next year. I love it. I'm excited. Uh, we are we are proud to uh, be your producing partner on that podcast. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. There's a brand new uh, circle.org um, website that you can click the link in the description of this podcast and go check out with a ton of resources. Um, I, I appreciate your time and your friendship. Um, and, uh, and I, I always look forward to, uh, to our recording sessions and our chats. Um, you are a wealth of knowledge, uh, as, as you've shown just a little bit of in this, um, in this, in this podcast. And, uh, if you want to see Dr. Weinhold go deep on a subject, um, check out Get Real, How to Live a More Authentic Life. The link to that is also in the description of this podcast. Um, anything you want to leave us with, Barry, before you go? Well, uh, it's a, I'm hoping that you'll join us for the podcast in the next year because I think it, it will, uh, it'll, it'll turn some heads around. I agree. I agree. It is absolutely wonderful. And, uh, you do a wonderful job. Sometimes I'm on the show. Sometimes it's Ashley, uh, our, our good friend, Ashley Ross from three, two, one. Um, and, uh, it's absolutely wonderful. And there's just a wealth of information. It's, it's seriously, uh, we're spoiled with all of the information that we get every episode. So thank you so much, Dr. Weinhold for being oh, here. Thank you with your group uh, for producing this quality show. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Um, all right. I will, uh, I'll talk to you soon. 
Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you, Barry. Bye. All right, guys. If you know anybody who you think would be a great guest on the show, please send me uh, an email. You can find that in the description as well. And go check out Get Real, How to Live a More Authentic Life. Uh, Google um, or search on Amazon, Dr. Barry Weinhold, to check out any of his books. They're all incredible. And uh, thank you. And check out circle.org because there's a ton of resources there. So I'll see you next time. Bye for now.